Welcome to the Corporate Hippie Hustle. My name is Allie Brine. I am a career alignment coach, consultant, and speaker. I teach mindful and practical tools to high-earning, high-potential millennial women who want to stay in the corporate world but finally find a career that they are actually passionate about. Crazy concept, right? My ultimate goal is to get the right people in the right positions by challenging the status quo of the corporate world. I know some of my ideas might hit you as a little hippie, but after getting my master's at a top-ranked business school for human resources management and spending some time in a Fortune 31 company, I've got some more traditional corporate thoughts for you too. I love pushing you out of your comfort zone because I believe that there is no excuse to not be the best version of yourself. If you're ready for a new take on some more traditional corporate tools combined with some mindful hippie ideas in order to take your career from stuck to aligned, you are in the right place. I don't play average and if you're here, I don't expect you to either. So let's do this thing. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Networking Womanifesto. If you are over sending out hundreds of resumes and getting no responses, if you know you should be networking but just don't feel that you have the time, or if you don't know where to begin with this new online networking thing, then this is the course for you. This is the everything networking course for the busy modern woman living through a global pandemic and strategically navigating the next step in her career. And if you join the waitlist before the course opens, you will receive a coupon code via email. That link is in the show notes to join the waitlist. Welcome to the Networking Womanifesto. Welcome to the Corporate Hippie Hustle. This is the final episode of my four-part networking series before the Networking Womanifesto course drops on Monday. It has been a long time coming. I know I announced this course over a month ago now because I just really, I had to tell you guys. I had to tell you what I was working on and I needed you to get ready for it. So I hope you have been enjoying this networking series as far as the podcast goes. The course is ready to support you and it is dropping on Monday. So today I'm here to support you with a topic that's pretty hot on a lot of people's minds right now. And that is using networking to get a new job. So I'm not going to lie, when I was putting this particular module together, it took me an entire day in itself just to get this one ready for the course. And that's because there's so much that I wanted to teach you. And it was so important to teach this particular section too and to teach this section well because frankly, the typical way that we have always been taught to do job search has felt so 
backwards to me. It's like you're putting your destiny in someone else's hand. Or worse, you're putting your destiny in the hands of a bot. I'm looking at you, applicant tracking systems, those daggone ATS systems. (laughs) And if you have learned anything about me, whether it be through this podcast or if you follow me on social media or have been in my previous courses or whatever else, the one thing that you know about me is that I do not sit around and talk about letting an opportunity fall into your lap. Yes, I touch on manifestation and some of those types of things, but there is a balance to that. I tend to go a little bit more on the opposite as far as taking the aligned actions go when it comes to manifesting. I teach you how to take control of your circumstances. I teach you how to control your mind and ultimately how to take control of your life. So this whole idea of throwing a job application out there to a random posting completely cold and seeing what happens was always a struggle for me. And while yes, I've been successful doing it, I think I think I landed my very first job out of undergrad, yes, through a cold job application. But after that, it has been networking. But So yes, while I've been successful and others have too, I've also seen it fail hundreds of times. And to which I'd like to note that sending out hundreds of job applications, it's not a badge of honor. It's not something to brag about the fact that you've applied to over 200 jobs. It is proof that you are doing it wrong. And I have seen so many posts on LinkedIn lately from people stating something that they've applied to like 100 or 200 jobs and they haven't heard anything back. And that those posts actually are one of the main reasons that I created this course. But anyways, typically these posts on here are also accompanied with some sort of lament or frustrations being expressed that companies are in the wrong for allowing them to do this, for making them apply to 100 or 200 different jobs. Now, they're usually complaining or citing something about like a company not removing older job postings that have already been filled or a company not responding to each and every applicant and um, denying their application through that response. Now, while I don't disagree, there are certainly things that organizations and recruiters can do better in the hiring process. And I say this as one of those recruiters that sucked at sending that final like thanks for playing message to ultimately deny someone in a timely manner. Yes, I will admit that. But recruiters are busy and companies aren't perfect and neither are the recruiters. So you can't blame them for not taking the most effective action for you not taking the most effective action to land your new position. Okay, 
Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to sound heartless here. I know this sounds pretty intense, so I get it. Your livelihood depends on these jobs. I get it. It can be a really frustrating process. But if your livelihood does ultimately depend on a job and getting these job applications right, then wouldn't you want to take the process into your own hands and do something that's going to prove to be much more efficient and effective in your job application process, right? So it's interesting. Um, They say that between 70 and 90%, which is a pretty wide gap. So let's say like 85%, we'll go in the middle there, or 80% of jobs aren't actually posted anywhere. And this number can fluctuate depending on the organizations and if they have like an affirmative action requirement where they um, need to post everything externally for diversity purposes. And that happens for some organizations, but that's not all organizations. Some other organizations could also just be posting um, because there's a requirement to do so or a like policy within the company that some VP of HR added many moons ago and they've stuck with it, even though they already know that who the internal person is going to be that they're going to fill the position with before it even gets posted. So tell me though, have you not done things at your job just to check the box before? Yeah, right? And yet you as a job seeker tend to spend, let's say like, let's say 85% of your time with this one. You spend 85% of your time scrolling job boards, trying to find something that you are fit for and that you can tolerate. Most of the time, you don't even know what that is. You're just trying to fit yourself, your skills into these boxes. And then you spend like eh, 15% of your time networking and talking to people who can actually connect you with these hidden job boards. And let me be honest, that 15% may be pretty generous in some cases (laughs) or in most cases. But it's entirely backwards, entirely backwards here. And it has been for as long as I've been on the job market. Whether, I should say, for as long as I've been in the job market, whether that be as a job seeker or as a recruiter. Now, yes, the economy changes, sure. And yes, we are living in extenuating circumstances right now when it comes to hiring. But the basics of human dynamics don't change. They're pretty darn stable, pretty darn reliable. The basics of relationship building versus sending random cold applications is going to be the same in any economic climate. And honestly, that relationship building side of things might be even more important right now. So what can you actually do when you need that new job ASAP. Okay, so let's walk through a couple action steps for you here. First up, get clear 
on what you want. Now you think that when you put up a really vague post on LinkedIn or when you tell your network that you know you're just looking for a new position that this is helpful to you because that means that you're not locking yourself in to any specific something. You are keeping all doors open, all options open, and being available for whatever comes. I get it. On the surface, it makes sense. But it's also not taking charge of your career. (laughs) You are forcing your network to do the work for you. You're forcing recruiters to guess completely on what you're looking for. And people get mad when recruiters send them job descriptions that they're not fully qualified for. But at the same time, you didn't tell the recruiter what you were qualified for. And recruiters aren't always experts. They're not always experts. Yes, there are different levels of recruiters that understand the intricacies of positions more than others. Others of them are simply working off of a job description and that's it. So if you don't know what you want to do next, you ultimately need to get a better idea than just saying, I need a quote, new position. So in order to do that, that could be taking a course. I've got one that helps you decide exactly what comes in next in your career. I will add that link in the description to this in case you need it. Or that could be taking just some time to self-reflect. Or maybe that could be changing your networking goal to instead of using networking to look for a new job, you use networking to help you learn about new positions. You want to get clear on what you're actually looking for. And while yes, it can be flexible, sure, you can have a couple related titles in mind, but ultimately having an idea gives a direction for everyone involved in the process. You, recruiters, decision makers, hiring managers, whoever these people are, give them something to work with. So first step in the process was get clear on what you're looking for. Next up, start with who you know. Friends, family, previous professional contacts, folks you haven't talked to in a while, no worries, whoever it is, make a list. And I have a brainstorming worksheet to help you think of people in your network that you haven't necessarily considered that's included within the Networking Will Manifesto course. So it's one that um, is a similar one to one that I would use with undergrad students at Ohio State. Because when you're first starting out, as students would be, you don't think that your network is actually that big as far as like who can help you to get a new position. But as you start to consider it, you realize that, you know, you're actually already a pro networker just by existing. (laughs) So once you recognize who you want to talk to, you need to remember that you want to start asking for information not for jobs. So that's the next key here is ask for information, not for jobs. And I know it's counterintuitive because, you know, 
you need a job. <laughs> and this isn't the fastest way to do it. So you think. But again, let's go back to that sending over 200 plus blind, cold applications to folks that have no idea who you are and consider the amount of time that you're using to find these jobs and then personalize each of those resumes to these positions. Or at least you should be personalizing each of those resumes to those positions if you even want a fighting chance in that application process. And I'll say, I've had people actually get mad at me for telling them that when you start looking for a new job, you should ask for information, not a job. But you have to consider human dynamics and how relationships work. If you know someone, if you have a close relationship with them, if you feel comfortable asking them, then by all means, go for the kill. Do your thing. Ask for the job. Do it. If you don't know someone very well, or if you would be uncomfortable asking for a job, then go for referrals. And I came across an interesting little bit of research the other day from a sociologist that I wanted to share with you in this context. So this gentleman said that his research showed that weak ties, so weaker relationships, so relationships where you don't see the person or interact regularly are actually more likely to help you in getting a new job. And I was kind of confused by this at first because it's really contrary to what you're typically taught in networking practices and what I have seen in my own networking practices. But I then saw this exact scenario play out the other day and it all clicked. It was still spot on. It wasn't the fact that a stranger is literally putting their own name and reputation on the line and handing you a job. It's that as humans, we innately want to be helpful whenever we can. So bringing up your job search with even these low stakes relationships is recommended. This is also considered or also known as asking for information, not asking for jobs. So let me tell you how I saw this play out the other day. So we were at a new restaurant and there was a table of three people and it, they were sitting close to us. And I overheard a conversation that was going on. So our server was talking about, our server was also their server. So their server was talking about um, someone she knew was looking for a job, had lost a job and was struggling. And I don't really know how this conversation came up because I came in part way to it, but I'd imagine it was probably just some like typical small talk about what was going on in the area. So then the gentleman sitting at the table said, oh, I work at blank, blank, blank company, and we're hiring, so feel free to send them our way. And then I heard him dictating the name again of his company as she wrote it down in her little uh, book that she was writing orders in. So this was a weak ties relationship. It was a server and a customer at a restaurant, and yet this customer was trying to help the server help someone else that he had no idea, but he was helping to provide information. He was providing a lead. It was a referral. 
And this made so much more sense to me because it's not that asking for a job that the research was referring to. It was asking for referrals, asking for information. So start there. Ask for information about someone's company. Ask for information about what their experiences have been, whether at that company or um, you know, throughout their career. You can also ask about a specific experience. Ask for information about you know, what types of credentials you would need if you wanted to move into the role that they're in. Or ask for advice, like what advice can they give you from their perspective? Informational interviews are also great, but those are a little more time consuming. So if you want to just do an ask like this, you can do something simple like this through a LinkedIn um, invitation or LinkedIn messaging. Just be sure to be specific in what your ask is and specific in your questions so that that person fully understands what you are looking to get out of this interaction that you plan on having with them or the chances of them actually responding to you drop significantly. This gives you a chance to start talking and you can talk about you and see where the conversation goes. And uh, that's one of my favorite lines lately in these cases is see where the conversation goes because you can really steer the conversation in any direction you need it to go because you are taking charge of your own career. You can also use the same practice once you've used a LinkedIn or uh, another method to start reaching out to strangers in the industries that you're interested in pursuing. So know what you're looking for, know who you want to talk to, Use your current network to get ideas or information, such as asking for referrals, and start conversations. So the last point in this discussion that I really want to talk about is re-engaging your network too. So you haven't talked to someone in a hot minute, but you really feel like they would be helpful in your job search. And first off, it's okay. Life happens. Things happen whatever. You haven't talked to them. It's cool. So consider how you can start to reopen that relationship again. How can you get on their radar again? Is it something as simple as maybe like reaching out and asking how they've been? I will say COVID-19 and all of this chaos that's come along with it has truly provided a great opportunity to check in on people, to genuinely see how they're doing without feeling that like icky feeling that you're trying to like sneak something over on them that everyone's so concerned about when it comes to networking that like hidden agenda type motivation be genuine ask questions Maybe you share a piece of content with them that you saw that made you think of them. Can you provide some sort of value? And then re-engage the relationship. You don't want to dive straight in for the kill of help me get a job. You'll get there. At some point, my money is on the fact that they're going to ask what you're up to. And you can explain your situation And humans innately want to be helpful. So the odds of them asking you flat out if or how they can help are pretty darn high. 
So take that conversation and run with it. Make the ask for what you need and don't be afraid because remember, you're taking control of your own career. So if you're looking for a new position, whether your previous position is no longer available for you or you simply want to look into other opportunities, networking is much more time efficient and effective way to take your career from stuck to aligned. And if you have enjoyed this series, because I'll say I've enjoyed putting this series together, I hope to see you inside the Networking Woman Manifesto. I am closing the waitlist this coming Friday, so that is the 18th. The waitlist will close this Friday, so if you want to grab your coupon code before the waitlist closes, you want to make sure you get on there. And I cannot wait to continue to support you in your career journey. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Corporate Hippie Hustle. Don't forget to connect with me on LinkedIn for daily corporate and mindful tools to help you find a career that you are passionate about in the corporate world. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes so we can keep this show rolling. I look forward to chatting with you in the next episode, but until then, keep hustling.